This is the Practical Teaching Tips Podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, high school science and chemistry teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Quick Guide to Classroom Management. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode on the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers. Today, I want to talk about a very controversial topic, but nevertheless, I'm going to be discussing some things that many teachers think about on a regular basis, but oftentimes don't have the courage to talk about. So this is going to be a very interesting um, podcast episode, I hope. Um, It will apply to teachers in all Western democracies. So um, America, uh, the United United Kingdom, Australia, teachers teaching at international schools will, will benefit from this podcast episode. And likely most teachers teaching um, internationally all over the world in in many national uh, systems as well. So the topic is, when is it appropriate to touch students? Now, immediately that uh, title sounds incredibly um, sordid and weird. Um, But actually, there are some times when teachers need to physically touch students. Now, The short answer to that question is we should only ever touch our students when there's an educational purpose for the touching or when there's a health and safety issue um, that can only be addressed through touching or moving uh, the students, for example. Now, why am I raising this topic all of a sudden? Um, Why has this... um, topic kind of come to mind? Well, it's come to mind from a Twitter exchange I had very recently uh, with, um, I think it was head teacher PM or something. I'll, I'll link to the actual tweet in this episode description. But the, um, the, the tweet said something like a message that had been received by DM to this Twitter account. And the teacher was saying that one of her colleagues is being investigated for touching a student. And um, this person had anonymously written uh, to this this Twitter profile asking for advice. And this this Twitter profile had posted it publicly. And um, I, I replied something along the lines of, you should only ever touch a student if there's an educational purpose or if it's a health and safety issue. And I gave the example of when I teach karate, because one of my hobbies is Shotokan karate. And as any martial arts instructor knows, doesn't matter which martial art um, you teach or you do, the instructor always has to touch students in order to move their body parts, to make them do the correct stance, to show them how to clench a fist, for example, uh, to show um, the student target areas where they need to strike or how to block properly, how to parry. 
So, uh, you know, this is an educational purpose to the, uh, the physical touching that needs to happen in a martial arts class, or it could be a PE class, for example. Um, but the interesting thing was, when I replied to this tweet, I mentioned, um, and, and the original poster agreed with me, that over all the years I've been teaching... I have witnessed many, 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 I'm sorry to say, but this is the truth, many female teachers hugging students. And I've never, ever once seen a male teacher do that. I've never seen a man do that to a student. And I think this highlights quite a um, divisive double standard in teaching and I, I think it's about time we talked about this and we brought this to the table. Um, I'm sure many of you have seen um, the, the viral videos on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and other social media of some female primary school teachers, usually, usually they're primary school teachers, and they'll have this poster outside um, the classroom door and there'll be a picture of a hand for a high five, a picture of a fist for a fist pump, uh, there'll be a picture of a, a shaking hand symbol and there'll be a picture of a hug and the students line up in front of the teacher, they pick what they want and if a kid wants a high five the teacher gives them a high five if the kid wants a hug, the teacher gives them a hug. If the kid wants a handshake, and so on. You get the idea. Now, the reason why, the, the two main reasons why this trend, because it is a trend, it's not something that's been happening for decades and decades. It's a very recent thing where somehow some teachers feel that um, it's okay to to hug and high-five and... Um, touch their students in that way. But the two reasons that this frustrates and annoys and alarms me is, number one, teachers, by default, by definition, are authority, authority figures in the life of the child. We are supposed to be authority figures. The children are supposed to look up to us, okay? Now, for that to happen there has to be some level of professional distance between us and the children. So hugging our students, um, high-fiving them. High-fiving is not, I would say, uh, that... Um, it's not that taboo, but it's, it's crossing that boundary between you being a responsible adult who the students look up to and respect and take orders from to you crossing that line between being the student's uh, friend or someone who they don't quite have that, um, that same respect for. So that's the first thing that disturbs me about it. You know, teachers should not be hugging their students. And I have, um, I have kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I have suggested in the past that the female teachers who um, hug their students and they, you know, they get their students to line up like this and choose a fist pump, choose a high five, choose a hug, whatever it might be, 
Um, it is actually the female teachers who need those hugs more than the children do. And I've had some interesting discourse with um, some teachers on social media when I've mentioned this. Um, and they've said, some of them have said that children need hugs. Children need to feel loved and cared for. That might be the case, but not from their teachers. They don't need hugs from their teachers, maybe from mum and dad, maybe from family members, but not teachers. We are there to educate our students. We are not there to replace family members, I'm sorry. We can care for our students, of course. I think, I think all teachers care for their students, all good teachers anyway, at least. Um, but we cannot cross that boundary between being an authority figure and being the student's buddy, pal, or friend. So that's the first thing that really irritates me about that. The second thing is there is a very clear double standard when it comes to female teachers being able to get away with that behavior and male teachers who would absolutely 100% lose their careers if they were to even attempt to hug a student or do anything like that. Imagine, if you will, a male primary school teacher um, with that list of hug, high five, fist pump, whatever, and that male, that male primary school teacher or secondary school teacher is, is hugging little girls in his class or hugging little boys in his class or hugging children. Immediately you would have staff members and colleagues of that person saying that it's creepy, it's inappropriate, um, that person would almost definitely be reported, they would be investigated, and it, it's, you know, there's a pathway there where they could potentially and would most probably either be disciplined or could possibly lose their job over that. And of course, when you're disciplined as a teacher, if you lose your job as a teacher, it's, it's um, almost always a career-destroying move especially if there's been a um, disciplinary process involved. But when female teachers do this, when they hug their students, and I've seen it often, often, um, at ad hoc times, um, it's seen as normal. And I don't think it should be seen as normal, and I don't think it should be tolerated. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Um, I was on a residential trip many years ago, um, and a female member of staff just randomly walked up to a year seven student. So this is an 11 year old child. And this, this female was the, the head of year. So she was in charge of um, that year group. And she just walked up to that student and said, do you need a hug? I think you need a hug. And, and she hugged that student. Now, no real harm came of it. You know, the student, I don't think, minded the hug. And it was, you know, it was a, a moment that, that happened. Um, but again, I, I think, was it necessary? Did it have an educational purpose? Was, it, was the hug designed to solve a health, health and safety issue? And I would say, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And imagine, if you will me walking up to 
a year seven child and saying, do you want a hug and giving a kid a hug? It would be seen as, as much more inappropriate than the, the female teacher doing that. So I think this needs to be called out. I think, um, you know, we need to really start being very clear with each other about what is appropriate and what is not appropriate when it comes to physically touching our students. And like I said, that should only ever happen when there's an educational purpose or when there's a health and safety issue that needs to be dealt with. Now, examples of educational purposes that I've come across where I personally and colleagues of mine have had to touch students are things involving practical activities where there's a safety element involved. So, for example, if I have students who are using tongs with a Bunsen burner and they're heating chemicals, for example, or they're heating solids in a Bunsen flame, or they're doing some kind of science experiment, I may need to physically show the student how to heat up something or hold the tongs. And I may, I may need to hold that student's hand as they're doing it to give them that confidence. But I always, always ask the student before I do that, do you mind if I hold your hand and just show you how to hold those tongs, how to hold that beaker, how to put the test tube in this position? So in that case, and in those cases, there's an educational purpose to the touching. I mentioned the martial arts before. It's the only way to teach martial arts and, and many other sports and physical activities is you do often have to physically manipulate the student's body. You have to move their arms and legs. You have to show them the positions to put themselves into. If they don't quite get it perfect, always ask permission. Do you mind if I move your arm and show you how to do this? Do you mind if I move your fist and show you how to do it properly? You know, always ask permission. But again, there's an educational purpose. Other extreme situations I can think of, um, and I've, I've never had to do this, thankfully. But of course, you know, if a student was um, drowning in the school swimming pool, of course, you'd be expected to jump in and, and rescue that student, help that student. If you're first aid trained, as I am, and you're a first responder, you might need to give first aid to a student. That would be appropriate. You know, that's an appropriate... Um, reason for having to touch a student um, you know other situations might come up uh, one thing that we are trained to do as science teachers is if a student gets any chemicals or dust or salt or anything in their eyes we're supposed to hold their head under a tap and rinse their eyes out either with tap water or with well with saline so that's another situation where a science teacher or another member of staff who's covering, for example, may need to touch that student. There's a health and safety reason behind that. Um, but I don't believe that hugging students, um, high-fiving them, um, fist-pumping, you know, th th this is not really appropriate, I think, for educating our children. Uh, there isn't an educational purpose behind it. There's not a health and safety purpose behind it. Of course, when COVID came along, um, I think this really, um, you know, 
minimized, of course, it minimized the the level of physical contact that teachers um, had with students anyway. And I think post-pandemic, we're now seeing, of course, um, children back in schools. And we've just got to remember that um, we are teachers, we are authority figures in the classroom. We have a responsibility to be role models. And we're not there to be the students' um, replacement family members. We're not there to be their friends. We are there to educate those students. Yes, care for the students. Yes, take their needs into account, but educate them and be role models. I think back to when I was in primary school, and I oftentimes think that it is appropriate for teachers sometimes to think about when they were in school and they were small children. Even though education has changed so much in the past three or four decades, certainly since I was in primary school, I think it is important to look back. And I can only ever remember, and of course, you know, my memory of when I was a small child is not going to be perfect. But I can only ever remember two instances when um, a primary school teacher physically touched me. And that was when uh, once I'd um, soiled my underpants as a, as a kid, as you do when you're three or four years old, and the teacher had to clean me up and um, deal with that. One of the reasons why I never became a primary school teacher, because I, I don't think I would, <laughs> I would want to do that. Um, and um, the second time was a bit of a strange one. I remember needing to sleep. Um, I think I fell asleep. In class, or I, no, I, I needed to, I, I felt like I needed to lie down. I felt a bit sick. So I went to this special room they had in school. There was a, a bean bag, like a giant bean bag underneath this table. And I went to sleep on the bean bag. And I remember waking up and my class teacher, who I was kind of not really scared of, but I was, you know, I knew I had to behave myself with her because she would reprimand me. All of a sudden, she was in front of me stroking my hair as I was sleeping. Um, and it was kind of weird. It was kind of inappropriate. And I, I woke up thinking, whoa, why is, why is this? Why is my teacher stroking my hair? It's a bit, bit strange. Normally, she's not this nice, this kind. Um, now, now, did that have any damaging effect on me? No. No, I don't think it did. Um, but again, was it appropriate? Did it have an educational purpose? Did it solve a health and safety issue? And no, I don't think it did. So something I think we've, we've really all got to consider when it comes to working with, um, working with young people is, you know, the appropriateness of what we're doing. And, you know, when it comes to physical contact, you know, we, you really do have to be really, really careful about that. Um, I'll read to you the, um, the original tweet. So it was from Whistleblowing Teacher. So that's at Whistleblowing T. And um, this was what uh, he wrote. By DM, a colleague is being investigated for inappropriate touching of a student. This term makes it sound so sordid. They touched the student's head. They reported it as being anxious and bullied. 
the teacher is now so worried about their career, any advice? And then whistleblowing teacher followed on from that and said the following. I have to jump in and say that I've witnessed female teachers hug and cuddle students a lot. I've never seen a man do this. Is there a double standard? And I think whistleblowing teacher raises a very, um, a very, very good point, a very valid point. And of course, there aren't many replies to that tweet because, um, you know, it holds, it is a bit controversial and it holds female teachers accountable, I'm afraid. Um, it isn't appropriate and we shouldn't be doing it. Um, I've never seen a male teacher do that, but I've seen many female teachers hug and cuddle students. It just is not appropriate. It is not appropriate. Um, teachers need to be respected by their students, not necessarily liked by their students, but respected. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Often they go hand in hand. Students who respect you often like you as well. But if I could choose out of two options, a student respecting me and a student liking me, I would always choose a student respecting me. Because when students respect us, we can have a productive, professional relationship with them and we can help them get good grades. We can help them learn properly. We can help them achieve their targets and their goals. But when you have teachers hugging students, cuddling students, I think most of the time respect levels go down then, not up. And it, and it blurs the lines between your role in that child's life. You know, are you an authority figure who's there to help that student achieve their goals? Or are you kind of the student's buddy, your friend? So I, I really hope, everyone, that was an interesting podcast episode. Um, I could have gone a lot further with that. But I think I've said enough. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Am I right about female teachers particularly? Because it's, it's overwhelmingly female teachers. Um, it, it's not male teachers doing this. Um, unless you know of any you have, but I've never seen it, and the people I've spoken to have never seen it. But what are your thoughts? I mean, female teachers or any teacher cuddling or hugging students, is that appropriate? Is that necessary? Is that really what a teacher should be doing? What are your thoughts on that? Um, what do you think about about my statement that teachers should only ever touch physically touch students or have physical contact with students when there's an educational purpose or when there's a health or safety issue can you can you think of any exceptions to that personally i can't think of any um so what are your thoughts i mean feel free to email me at info at richardjamesrogers.com once again, that's info at richardjamesrogers.com. I'll put that email address in this episode description. Uh, feel free to retweet this podcast episode, share it on social media, um, talk about it with your colleagues, share it with your colleagues. Um, this podcast is available everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast Breaker, Pocket Cast. It's just all over the place. Anchor, everywhere. So feel free to share. 
And do please check out my blog for teachers, my very popular... Wow, how old is it now? Since 2015. So I'm eight-year-old blog for teachers, which is at richardjamesrogers.com. Once again, that's richardjamesrogers.com. And finally, if you want a great book to develop your classroom management skills, why not check out my award-winning book, which is called The Quick Guide to Classroom Management, 45 Secrets That All High School Teachers Need to Know. And that book is available um, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Blackwells, um, everywhere that you, that you get your books, Book Depository. Um, and the link to the, the Amazon sales page for that book is um, in this episode description. So thank you, everybody. Until next time, bye-bye for now.